Hello, everyone, and welcome to the penultimate place to get your Marvel news. Uh, sorry, to get your Marvel news, our MCU reviews, and fireside chats on all things Marvel. This is episode 52. Happy anniversary to Marvel Mondays. You know? I don't know if that's how that works, but sure. I, I would say, you know, 52 weeks of us doing it counts as a year. Yes. There you go. There you Happy go. Happy anniversary. I wish I had a can, you know. Um,. If you're listening to us on your favorite podcast service, feel free to give us a good rating on that platform. It helps with the algorithms and help us, helps us grow our audience. If you're watching on YouTube, consider dropping a like and a sub. And don't forget to hit the bell to get notifications for when we go live with all of our shows like the Penultimate Game Show and the Cross Media Show and Animation. Uh, sorry, th that's a new intro that we're working on because we'll get into that for housekeeping. Um... If you don't know who I am, my name is Ben, the director of this channel, and today I am joined by two lovely gentlemen, you know? Uh, one is the master of cinema himself, Christian Macias. Christian, how's it going? I had a dream last night that I was at a dinner party with both uh, Hideo Kojima and Natalie Portman, uh, so I'm feeling pretty good today. It was a nice dream. Okay, all right. How's that Ford F-150 treating you? We can't, we can't, no, stop. I'm wearing new headphones. I bought the Sony H9s, and my headphones are, <laughs> look kind of insane on camera. I like them. Um, I like them. Maybe next time don't do a hat, you know? Because that was... Uh, I need the hat on today. Okay. Mainless, right. bitch. Okay. Um, how are the headphones? They're great. Yeah. I love them, yeah. yeah it's it's working thing? fantastic with my PC. Dude, I did the noise canceling while gaming. Yeah. Someone broke into your house. No, it's just me. It, uh, I, okay. It's fine here. All right. Yeah. Good well, up. no, because I figured you had the noise cancellation on, and somebody. Just no, I'm too house. scared. I'm too scared to do that for a prolonged period of time. It was okay. like a quick thirty minutes, and I was like, yeah, I got it. Yeah. Okay. No. All right. That's fair enough. I, I would also be like the same. I would have to like make mm -hmm. sure all the doors are locked and yeah. windows are turn shut. Around. Yeah. Yeah. Every yeah. five minutes, I'd turn around and be like, "Oh shit!" Um, and of course. Our guest today is the one and only, the man, the myth, the legend, one-fifth of the Pointing Progress crew, Mario Rivera. Mario, how's it going? Hello, class is in session. Glad to be talking about Marvel. Yeah, Lovely man. Club. How you Definitely. doing? Definitely. I'm doing well. I, of course, uh, don't have an F-150. Would love one. Because uh, those commercials, what are those commercials are... No, you <laughs> spent so much on gas. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I guess that's what people have problems with. I don't. I, I would be driven, obviously, in the F one hundred and fifty. Yeah, of course. By the I get by, what you're by the Arctic monkeys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. I was going to say by Christian, but yeah, that. Makes what is going sense. on, dude? <laughs> Alex Turner chaperoning around uh, Mario in an F one hundred and fifty. <laughs> I'd actually pretty pretty much you do what that. you can. Do what you can. Yeah. <laughs> um. So. Let's get into some housekeeping. We dropped our Twitch affiliation before uh, this past weekend um, so we could grow our audience. You know, I basically said, please, Twitch, just just cancel the contract. And they were like, I guess. Like, we, don't, we don't give a shit. Yeah. <laughs> Do whatever you want. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. That's pretty much what it was. They're like, we didn't know you had a contract. So I, I guess. Um so we'll be going live from now on on our Facebook page, YouTube channel, and Twitch channel. So, yeah, if you're too busy on Twitch watching the fucking 
QXC or yeah. XQC. XQC? We're just like Myth who switched over to YouTube today. There you go. Some might say he followed my footsteps. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. All right. Definitely not going to hear that one point in progress eventually. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> Um, this week, we are doing a double dose of the Cross Media Show. Uh, we are going to be doing our reviews for Stranger Things 4 and Young Just- Justice mm. Phantoms. Uh, that's going to be happening probably Thursday, Friday, but we'll uh, I'll get, hit you guys back up and let you know. Um, and as always, please feel free to leave your thoughts and questions on our SpeakPipe, speakpipe.com slash penultimate conquest. So. Heck yeah. Mario, how's it going? Uh, so far, so good. You know, uh, MC, uh, everything at Point in Progress is good. We've been taking a little bit of, of a break. Uh, a lot of fun things happen all at once after the great uh, game Summer, uh, which, of course, was fake E3. We, uh, you know, Interesting. Uh, Interesting. Uh, hot game Summer. Yeah, yeah. We were uh, hanging out there with 6-1 Indeed, recording a bunch of videos for yeah. all those conferences that weekend. So that was a lot of fun. Okay. Um, and then a few of us got COVID, <laughs> so we didn't take oh, a break. Boy. Damn. <laughs> And so we're like, you know, hey, let's just take a quick little uh, uh, sabbatical. But we're going to hopefully be coming back this week, uh, uh, July 15th. So we'll be back up and running. And then everything's all good at the school over at uh, MC University, of course, where Mm. we still are uh, finalizing our first season. Um, The last episode will be, of course, uh, Ghost uh, Rider Vengeance, I think is what it's called, or whatever the fuck that. I'm not excited. I'm not excited to watch it. Ghost Rider 2. Ghost Rider 1. Great Good. Yeah. Fun, yeah. fun movie as well. Two, not so much. I'm hearing. I feel like so, that was the start yeah. of uh, Nick Cage's. Like, all right, uh, I'll do this movie, but I'm not gonna like it. You know, <laughs> maybe I don't know. I Let feel like get his in- bag. Who cares? No, I, listen, I'm not taking anything away from him. I'm just saying, like, he's done a couple movies where he just doesn't speak at all. <laughs> <laughs> so I feel like this is where he was like, you know what? I think I could act the shit out of this movie and just yeah phone in the lines you know I'll let, I'll let him and bruce willis they can do whatever they want obviously bruce willis situation very differently uh but otherwise you know get that bag when you can yeah, yeah fuck absolutely. it I, I respect the shit out of bruce willis after yeah. that news broke yeah absolutely after that news broke. yeah, yeah. no 100 um you s- mentioned 61 india i want to give a shout out to mike and kelsey for finally well technically uh getting married this weekend uh yeah wedding point 2.0 First off, what the fuck? You know, I didn't get an invite, but that's okay. That's you're too right. far away. You're not. You're no longer. I am city. literally right there. Uh, <laughs> they did it in Jersey. I'm right there. But that's oh, okay. Shit. That's <laughs> okay. Did it in Jersey. That's all right. That's, all right. that's okay. I'm gonna let it slide. I'm gonna let it slide. I I hope they had a good time. I heard it was really really fun from the people that went. Um. So yeah. Um. Congratulations, guys. We hope you had a hell of a time and. Many, many years of prosperous and wealth. I don't know yeah. what that last line was, but okay, yeah. we'll take it. Um, let's get into some Marvel news for this week. So, yes. of course, we're talking Thor, Love and Thunder. Um, so, let's get some numbers for Thor. Love yeah, and yeah, I have the box office numbers, and I'm, I'm pulling here from uh, the IGN ad- RGN article by Adam Bankhurst. Um, this is a report from Variety. Thor: Love and Thunder brought in a domestic total of 143 million here in North America and uh, international of 159 million, uh, doing really well despite kind of some 
mid middling reviews. Uh, it did better than Thor Ragnarok's 123 million domestic. Yeah. Mm. Uh, and it's it's uh, Sally didn't do as well as Jurassic World Dominion. Jurassic World Dominion is a bit higher at 145, and then Doctor Strange: Multiverse of Madness sat a bit higher at 185 million. So. Uh, I think it's considered a success so far in, in the first few days, okay. I'd say. That just proves, you know, that Chris, uh, you know, I, I forgot his name already. Chris whatever. Chris Pratt, Pratt. is the superior pr- uh, Chris, clearly. But your box office draw. Unfortunately, he's out of the oh, race. because of Dominion. I forgot he was in that. He's out of the race. He's a lot no of people longer, did. He doesn't even consider himself a Chris. It's I guess. Just Pratt. It's just Pratt. I guess. Just Pratt. Yeah. Yes. That's what he said. Oh, that's true. He, yeah. That, he, he dropped screw out. The, screw the box office. This, this news is way more important. Chris <laughs> yeah. Pratt coming out and saying that everyone calls him Pratt. Yeah. That's really weird. I don't know. That feels very like I a feel like it, it, small town Republican kind of everyone calls each other by their last names. No, I think it's Republican different. Kind of deal. I think it's different because you have to consider like he's worked with three, two other Chris's for – his pastor calls him Pratt. Yeah, but I, I, what I'm saying is I feel like he, he needed to, to – before he got big, or, you know what I'm saying? Before he started uh, Guardians 1, he's like, all right, I need to make sure that people know when they think of me, they're thinking of – they're trying to differentiate me from the other Chris's. Yeah, they're not thinking of Pine. They're not thinking of Hemsworth. They're thinking of Pratt. Exactly. You know, it's like exactly. It's gonna be his new right. McDonough name. It's just gonna be called yeah. Pratt. Yeah. So I, like I mean, it. it it makes sense, but it's also very stupid. I'm gonna call him Chrissy. I would Chrissy. call him CP. Crispy. Crispy. Yeah. Crispy. Yeah. Crispy. Oh, like Crispy. Chris Crispy. baby. <laughs> Crispy. That works. Um. <laughs> I I do have one more uh, one more news here. Uh, and I'm trying to find it. It's buried underneath a lot of stuff. And this was uh, Miss Marvel news. Okay. Imran, not Imran. What is what is the, the actress's Khan. name? I'm I'm blanking on. Uh, Valani. Valani uh, came yeah. out and was uh, talking about some of the um, kind of I wouldn't call it backlash, but kind of uh, review bombing of Miss Marvel. Kind of saying like, "What are you doing, you nerds?" Like, yeah. kind of saying like, yeah. "Because this is this is a brown women led." Um, TV show that people are just reviewing it because because it's a POC show. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's calling that kind of inherent racism out. Um, and I want to come out and support her because it, it that shouldn't happen. Yeah, it's I, annoying when that kind of stuff does happen. I 100 am also behind that. I first of all, best thing in the fucking MCU so far. I'll say it right there. I'll say it right you now. You know what, Mario? Fucking say it right now. I'm gonna tell you to be honest with you, it's it's definitely up there. This is definitely for me. I know we're not talking about Miss Marvel right now, but this is one of the better shows. Um, top yeah. five for me. And if you choose not to watch it, that's fucking on you, in my opinion. Because um, no matter what, I think this uh, young actress is gonna be very successful in the future. Yeah, so. absolutely. And that's, it's her yeah. first like major role. I think yeah, to come yeah. out with such like yeah, such strength. Awesome. Right I, I'm. Gate. I called her Imran. I apologize. It's Iman. Iman Valani. So yeah, Iman Valani. Apologies. Yeah. Um, Rose in the chat, and he uh, also said Pratson, which kind of sounds weird. I don't know if I like it. <laughs> sorry, Ro. I respect you. I don't like it. Yeah. I, I have the quote here from Iman. Oh, sorry. Go for it. No, no, no. Go for it. Go for it. Uh, change is sc- This is in, in, in 
reference to the review bombing. Change is scary for a lot of people. A show about a 60-year-old girl who is a Pakistani Muslim superhero is scary for a lot of people. I think this will rip the band-aid off and hopefully people will love her. Uh, Iman, we do. We do. 100%. We love you very much. 100%. She's doing good so far. I'm really liking the show. Um, <clears throat> I did want to uh, bring up, obviously, we are very dialed into the Marvel community in the show. Um, we've had a couple of people over the last couple of weeks complain about me myself included, but not to this extreme, uh, complain about the VFX of Marvel as a whole lately. Um, starting with which for what I was complaining about was the, um, She-Hulk stuff. Um, for me, it didn't look like it was good, but then people were saying like, well, that's because YouTube is very compressed. You got to watch it on Disney plus. So I took a look at it on Disney plus. It didn't look as bad as it originally was on YouTube. So uh, I'll, I'll let it slide. Obviously this is a TV show. Uh, we're not expecting the money to be put behind, uh, um, uh, the money that's put behind a movie, the movie to be put behind a TV show. It's a little different. Uh, obviously I don't know. I, I don't work at Marvel, well, but I would assume so. I mean, you're right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but they do have high budgets. Yes, they do. But yeah. also, TV, yes. Uh, also I remember reading, I think it was this week or last week. Um, somebody had said that, uh, the reason why Miss Marvel looks weird is because it's different for everybody was comparing it to Hulk and how Hulk looks better. It's different for a woman's face because it, there's more smoothness as a, you know, with the skin, as opposed to Mark Ruffalo who has the facial Double hair beard yeah, and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. So, so a great video to watch would actually be uh, a show called digital artists react on corridor digital. They actually talked about this specific thing and actually compared I think that's it to, what it was. Yeah. That's yeah, they compared it to YouTube and also what it's like on Disney Plus, and yeah, you could tell there's a massive difference. Yeah. And so, you know, give it time. The show's not out yet. Uh, there's still a lot of CGI workers breaking their fingers getting it done. Uh, so, you know, give it give it a rest. Yeah. Uh, which brings me to I, go ahead, Christian. I, I do want to mention like there there's more of a VFX discussion to be had, but I think it's gonna pair really well with uh, kind of our thoughts on Thor Love and Thunder overall. So I want to mm -hmm. save a lot more of that discussion because a big article broke, I mean, based on a Reddit thread, which I want to yeah. bring into later, but I think it's going to tie in really well with our discussion of Thor. So I want to okay. save the bulk of that conversation for that. Sounds I just want to mention it for, for yeah, yeah, that works. austerity's sake. Uh, before we get into our Thor like deep dive, uh, theater experiences. What, what was everybody's theater experience? Christian? Dude, surprisingly... The most chill experience I've had in a theater chain in a long time. And I was there opening day mm -hmm. for the first, no, the second show. I guess they do 4 p.m. showings now, which I'm mm -hmm. at work. I, I can't go to those now. Yeah. So I go to the second one. Um, and it was like everyone there was adults. Everyone was there was like respectable and like quiet and chill. And it was just like a, we sat there, we enjoyed the movie and we left. We had a good time. And then I went home and, you know, did something else. But, yeah, it was it was a cool experience. Okay, All no right. complaints here. I guess my my protein bar melts a little bit, so that was a kind of a bummer on my part. But that's it. Okay, Mario, how was your theater experience? 
You know what? It was actually pretty good. Um, you know, I, I went with a fellow Point in Progress member, uh, Frank. Mm-hmm. We both watched the movie together. We watched in Dolby IMAX, or not IMAX, just Dolby um, seating and sound. And so that way. was pretty, pretty cool. Um, you know, we we're pretty close. We like to actually sit fairly close up front. I know a lot of people like to be way in the middle or way in the back. And I don't know, for me and Frank, we just like to be right there dead center because we feel like it's just the perfect view of just Where were your seats? the entire screen. So, like... There will be like you enter through the door and there's usually like a row for like, you know, accessibility seating. Right. Mm-hmm. We sit in that very front, that very front right there, that that wow. row that. Oh, I know exactly what yeah. kind of row that is. Yeah. Yeah. Sure, sure. And it's just you just look up and it's just like, boom, full screen, just full screen experience. It's like okay. feels wonderful. That's like row. you're wearing a VR headset. Now, well, well, explain that to me. You ever you ever watch uh, movies oh, on VR? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, you said almost like you're wearing a VR headset. Yeah, I thought you also said I was also wearing a VR headset. (laughs) (laughs) Like you were jacked into the movie, you know? (laughs) No, I used to watch Disney Plus actually in VR. Uh, I watched, watched, uh, what was it? Uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. I watched it exclusively in VR. I would lay in my bed and then I just put the VR (laughs) headset on and I just stare up to the sky and it's just this giant ass screen. Water would pour. Water would pour out. No, not at all. Um, but I did enjoy the show. That's not as, you know. I, um, yeah. I watch different videos in VR, but uh, I digress. Uh, Mario, <laughs> no, that, row, that, row is, that row is so sick because <laughs> you can, like, it feels like you're almost, like, like perfect for, like, reclining. Like, a, you yes. can lean back just a little bit, and you're, like, comfy, and, and you yeah. look up just at a slight angle, and that screen is, like, perfect, like, just in the center of your line. Yeah, it's so underrated. Nobody goes on that seats when I buy them like regularly. And then what I think is even awesome. I watched Birdman in that same setting. It was fucking incredible (laughs) because I felt like I was in the movie. (laughs) Like it was so so transcendent. But uh, otherwise, you know, uh, solid showing overall. Like you said, very nice. You know, we're we're part of the Marvel crew. Everyone else is being nice. There's not a whole lot of kids Mm -hmm. um, at opening day. But what I did enjoy or what I did not enjoy was uh, my, I went to the AMC theater and you get a wonderful treat of watching Nicole Kidman do a little speech. Oh, and every, t- every time. Not this time, though. And that made me upset. Oh, that, that made ooh, me upset. Whoa, 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 whoa. Wait a minute. Hold on. You're a Nicole Kidman I'm pro, supporter? I'm pro yes. Nicole Kidman. Who is it? Welcome to the movies. No, okay. Let's be specific about this. We're talking specifically about this stupid ad. Yes. No. Yes. No. I don't yes. need Nicole's Kidman sitting around at, telling me, giving me an ad for a movie theater that I'm already in. Okay. Just cut it. All we need is her saying AMC theaters, the stupid tagline that she says. I don't need I to see her out. roaming around her. the whole place. I love roaming around, eating the popcorn, and just being excited by Wonder Woman and like. It's so stupid, <laughs> Mario. It is the stupidest thing in the world. Okay, wonderful. (laughs) I I have a question for the gang, for both of you, Uh Um, because I have I have mostly Regals here in my area. Okay, sure. Let me tell you, I don't know. I'm I'm gonna assume AMC's the same way. Give me one Um, second. John Campia in the uh, YouTube chat says, "Fuck that Kidman ad." And fuck, 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 John, you just became my friend, my best friend. Sorry, yeah, we're already in the theater, John. Um, (laughs) do the is it the same at AMC uh, where like it's supposed to be movie time? 
and they're still playing like five to ten minutes of advertisements for like Pepsi or Cokes and stuff. What under percent? Like, you know I mean, yeah. Oh, like, why yeah. are we still looking no, at no, the M&M's ad? Back to back the M&M ad? Oh yeah, the Sprite ad. One hundred percent. No, 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 no. It's the Mountain time. Dew ad. Yeah, yeah. Well, Mountain. So that's the thing. That's the disparity that I learned about Regal and AMC. Regal, very oh, much a Pepsi company. Pepsi yeah. company. They uh, changed AMC's. That. I was there recently and I was like, holy shit, there's Mountain Dew at a movie theater. It's fucking incredible. No. Um, but when I went to AMC, no, it's a Coke, it's a Coke establishment. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that personally. But listen, the one thing that you're going to miss out on because it's going to be out of theater soon is when uh, Tom Cruise shows up at the beginning of uh, Maverick. But then you're at an AMC theater. So then you get his ex-wife shows up first. It's fucking incredible. <laughs> it's incredible. Wow. Love um. Listen, we we're not gonna get into this Kidman ad. Just take it off. All right, AMC. It's not even. Well, it was gone. You... What? It was gone. So I didn't see it. <laughs> it wasn't there. Good. I'm glad. Uh, for me, it's it's mostly like as soon as I would say five minutes after showtime is when the, sh- the lights go down and we just start seeing ads for movies. That's too long. Uh, mm. I, like. Right at show, right at showtime is, is when I want the lights to dim and the trailers to start. It I, is, I but at the too, same time, it, it is, but at the same time, I feel like it has to deal with like, hey, this is the second day we're showing this movie. We need to figure no, no, out no. times. No, no, no. I, they do, they do that because theaters need to make money after COVID, and the yes. way to do that is to sell uh, revenue time. Yeah. Oh, okay. Then, they, yeah. There's a at the MC over here in Chicago. They uh, are constantly selling to this dentist guy. That I see all the time. He always he bought so much ad space. It's mm. everywhere in Chicago. But uh, my my thing is, I, I need to I need to see Maria Menounos. That's how I start my day. Oh, when I go to AMC. yeah, love her movies. I guess Straw Hat Goofy shows up now, which is weird. Oh, um, interesting. Yeah. You had Straw Hat Goofy. I had Soups. Which, uh, uh, he comes sometimes. Okay. Sometimes he comes. If you know. Soups is at my theater, I'd leave. Yeah, I'm not a big. Fan I would. Of soups. I, I'm not a big fan of Soups either. I just I whispered it, but you know what? I'll say it all. I fuck that guy. Yeah, Honestly. I don't like him. I don't like him. He's the whole controversy with Miss Marvel, with him and Miss Marvel was like, all right, this guy is just. just so there's more weird. than that. There's more. Well, than I that. mean, that's all I know. That's all I know. But you I should had, watch the videos with him and Soshi Gomez. A little creepy. Mm-hmm. Just saying. Continuing. I had. I had a. Uh, yeah, I know. yeah, we're just gonna skip over it. Um, yeah, <laughs> well, my theater experience was really good. Uh, the theater was burning. I saw this on Saturday. It, it was <laughs> like they didn't put the AC on. Okay, oh. they had it on for like two minutes every uh, ten minutes. It came on for two minutes, and it was like so. It it was like somebody was breathing cold air on you. It was so gross. Yeah, but like yeah. other than that, we had one guy that was cheering in the, the the theater for when Chris Hemsworth got naked, and I was like, "That's uh, listen, man. You do what you got to do." But dude, it was me. <laughs> uh, other than that, it was it, it was okay. Um, I think it's time to get into to the discussion of the the movie. Uh, yeah. What did we think of this? I'm going to start this off. I think this is probably my favorite Thor movie. And I know that's a little controversial. I had a, a mini argument with um, my fiance Ella in the car as we got out of the, sh- out of the uh, movie. She's like, what did you think of this movie? And I was like, this is, I said exactly that. She said, fuck you. Oh, that's what came damn. out of her mouth. That's a little harsh. Well, it was like a you know, it was a fuck you. Thor Ragnarok is is better. 
Oh, okay. Gotcha. But like, I don't know. I I feel I have. We've talked about Thor Ragnarok. I'm pretty sure we have. Yeah, we've talked about Thor Ragnarok. I think there's some stuff in that movie that like, like I don't like Carl Urban in that movie. I just feel like his character is eh. It could be better, but it could be worse. Here's my stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but like this brings me joy. You know, the the jokes hit really, really fucking good. Really fucking hit hard. Um, and yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, I guess I'm an outlier, but I, I'm gonna rank this higher on the list. Um, you you definitely are an outlier. Letterboxd uh, has Ragnarok at a three point nine average rating compared to Love and Thunder's three point three. So okay. those viewer viewers on Letterboxd um, have Ragnarok. What the fuck does Letterboxd know? Okay, it knows nothing, Christian. It Is that a rip off of Oh, oh, oh. Is that a ripoff of GG, Mario? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, Mario. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Depends um, on when I discovered it first. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Mario, what did you think of Thor Love and Thunder? I was going to say Ragnarok. I uh, So I ultimately think that the movie is fun. I, I, I think that this is definitely a super funny movie. Probably too funny in a lot of instances. Uh, too funny. This, primarily because I think that the jokes overstay their welcome in a lot of instances in this movie where I felt like that wasn't the case with Ragnarok. I feel like they were able to hone in on what made certain things funny, especially with the certain situations that they had in that movie specifically. Um, but I thought there were some things in this movie that it, it, it kept just pushing it just that one step where I feel like it could have been not as, not as frequent. Um, when it comes to just general MCU stuff, there's not, um, I, I don't think I'm as uh, honed in to that type of deal uh, than most people, where it's like, oh, I need to see comic book accurate things and, and all that. Like, if if, I, if if it works, it works. Yeah. And I do think they do a good job of um, incorporating these wild ideas of all these gods and how just sort of like the, 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 the hero-gasm. Essentially, <laughs> they feel like they're from the boys' universe. To be honest, yeah, I mean, that's actually yeah, yeah. you're not wrong. And then when certain characters meet them, then yeah, it definitely uh, it, it comes across. But overall, this is a fun movie. I don't I don't see why everyone has to like be up in arms about uh, it not living up to their expectations. But at the same time, I can understand why certain people, I guess, are disappointed because it's a, living up to Thor Ragnarok, which was such a like lightning in a bottle, no pun intended, um, for it to not be able to hit it directly again um is I, I can understand that so okay uh christian <clears throat> i'm in the middle uh i think love and thunder is a good movie that gets too in the way of itself that it ends up being kind of dragged down to just okay um at times so similar to how ragnarok is is kind of strengthened by all the character exploration we get of thor and and all the drama of his character and, and loki while still being self-aware, like Mario was kind of getting at the jokes, yeah. um, I think Love and Thunder leans too far into that self-parody um, and forgets to hammer down on the drama at the heart of, of both Jane and her transformation and, and Thor's, all of his doubts. Um, I think the foundations, there's a strong story underneath, but overall it, it feels more like a messy comedy tied together uh, by retreading what we already saw in Ragnarok and forgets to be... Um, a proper like drama as well so okay. ends up being a middle of the pack mcu movie for me actually okay. kind of kind of more lower lower towards the bottom technically wow. really technically 
you're telling me the whole situation with Mjolnir and Stormbreaker didn't like fucking make you uh, die fucking, laughing. I died laughing. Perfection. Perfection. I don't think. I I don't think I had an honest to God earnest laugh the entire time. I giggled a few times. You're gonna tell me you didn't laugh wow. when Thor poured his first beer on the Stormbreaker. You're gonna tell me you did not laugh. Yeah, I giggled. Yeah, that that was one of them. <laughs> You're gonna tell me it's been eight years, seven months, and six weeks, but who's counting? Didn't hit? No. That one that wasn't that was one of those lines I think that got in. Uh, it was I think- it was good though, because it, it, it hits we get that whole character arc for Thor b- between a couple movies where he's still trying to figure out like, fuck, I'm still not over her. And she was the love of my life. And I, th- I think it's because of the fact that it's the length of time. I'm like, all right, dog, you need to let that shit go. Same thing with like Dr. Strange in a lot of ways. Like you surely should let that shit go. Hey, yeah. I, I, I understand that, but I think the two things are different. You know, like Doctor Strange's shit. Yes, he should have let that go. But like Thor, he's a god. You know, There's, can I be real? Yeah, go for it. Oh no, you you were saying something. I'm sorry. No, I was just gonna say like he's been he, he's how old? Thousands of years old. And like obviously, if something meant that much to him, there's got to be something there. You know, but that's just me. Uh, I'm a lover, not a fighter. But anyway. Christian, let me be real for a second. I think this is the worst Thor we've seen, the worst Ooh. characterization of Thor the entire time. The first forty-five to sixty minutes was probably the worst Thor I've ever I've seen. Yeah, I mean, worse than than um, what is that terrible Thor sequel? Dark, Dark World. Dark World. I think I think he's a better Thor in most of Thor: The Dark World than he's in this. Like he's almost reduced to like a, a one like a a punchline for like thirty minutes of this movie. When he's dealing with like when he's talking to those kids and just being like kind of a, a parody of Thor, like it feels like really disingenuous and it feels like Taika poking fun at the at the character, but not in the meaningful ways that Ragnarok did. Which brings me to my next question: Do we do we like Thor being a serious character, or do we like him being the comedic character that that Taika's turned him into? Himbo all the way. Himbo all the way. Yeah, like, I think that Christian's got the right uh, the approach. This is a, just a dumb hot guy. Oh, dumb okay. hot guy that means good. <laughs> okay, yeah. sorry. I got very confused there. Continue. No, it's okay. I think Christian's on the right path of saying, like, you know, I think that certain elements of him being sort of borderline just stupid uh, definitely overstays its welcome, knowing um, the previous history that we had of him as, you know, Sure, there's the fish out of water element of him being from Asgard and then entering, you know, uh, the sort of like, you know, Earth status. But at the same time, it's like it's been enough time now. Like, it's been enough time. You should have not be that goofy. I don't mind him being silly, like him doing the fucking John Claude Van Damme splits. is one of the fucking funniest images that I've seen in a while. And I'm so happy that he did that. At the same time, a part of me wants me for him to be more like Jack Burton from uh, Big Trouble in Little China, who is just sort of like keeps falling into like these um, escapades when he doesn't mean to be. And I think that'd be more interesting. Um, okay. But yeah, there's there's a fine line that I think that Ragnarok had where I felt like that version of Thor was what we're saying. 
versus now going over to this movie where he's completely on the other he's on the type of spectrum of all just a little too much and i feel like that's the major issue that i've had so far i almost felt like walking out of the theater during the opening sequence with the guardians yeah 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 i i didn't like sorry christian go ahead you, you. Like it, it, it was leaning way too far into like, haha! Remember, remember uh, how funny it was for Thor to be an ass, and like it was not hitting. And I was really nervous that we were gonna get like that, like one dimensionality, like throughout. And then thankfully, immediately after, it cuts to here's Jane on Earth going through chemo, and I'm like, fuck yes! In my honestly, I think this is a better Jane movie than there is, than it is a Thor movie. Yeah, and I wish there was more Jane in it because yeah. apparently there's four hours of footage I've I've learned today, uh, so there's a tons of storylines I just had to cut based on time and just some stuff didn't work. I think maybe there was a better story that could have had. Could, I have to bring up Gore eventually, so I'm going to bring it up now. I think Gore gets in the way. They're getting in the way of each other, like like oh yeah, that's right, we have a villain that we have to also give time to. And then we have a few minutes of gore. And then, like, oh, that's right. We have to make Jane a complex character. They're juggling those two that it forgets to also focus. It has to focus on Thor because it's a Thor movie. And then it completely sidelines Valkyrie, which is a total shame. Eh, is it? Yes, is absolutely. It? I feel like we've yeah. gotten enough of her from Baragnarok, you know? She's a main character in this movie and she does <clears throat> fuck all. She's like... There, oh my god, we had that scene of exposition where, where uh, um, Korg is like, Well, you know, you're just uh, basically says you're just reverting to alcoholism for because you lost all your loved ones, and she's like, Yeah, and he proceeds to drink, and I'm, I'm okay with that, that's all we needed. Like, what is she gonna do? Well, I don't know, when, when someone's a main character and you're a person of color, like Tessa Thompson is, like. You need to do better for those kinds of characters rather than just focus on. Like, we know what fucking white struggles are like. We've gotten like plenty of that. Finally, we have a strong character in the MCU that's the fucking king of Asgard, right? And then for her to not have the same level uh, or time dedicated to being a complex character, other than that one line, which was good, I I, I will agree with you, Ruben. It, it makes it really sad, and especially when you're like promoting her as like this character. It's just like. And then there's also the issue of queer baiting, where like, oh, how gay is this movie, guys? Oh, it's so gay, and it's like, well. She didn't have time to explore any of her sexuality either, except for like a one-liner that's thrown away. Yeah, it's all serviceable in just dialogue, except for the one time I think she does. She like blow a kiss or kiss somebody in this movie? Like it's so quick. I think she blew a kiss. She blows a kiss to one of the girls that from on yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And then that's it. And that's pretty pretty much it. And then yeah, I, I can agree with that. I personally think that her whole arc in this movie, I think was just kind of off um, in terms of her being the leader of Asgard for doing it for, I assume at this point, um, six or seven years, right. Is that we left off uh, off because yeah. she's been, she's been, been the lead for so long. I thought that if maybe the art was just like, she was done and she wanted to move on to something else. That's and what it this felt was, like to me as well. And this op- yeah. And this is the opportunity is like, you know, the only other person that can do it is Thor and yeah. I want to pass it on, but Thor is nowhere fucking near comparable to, to even, even consider this. Yeah. Um, but hell, even if she was just like, I'm giving it to Cork or I'm giving it to whoever, anyone else. Um, but they don't do anything like that at all. It's really just she's a part of the adventure just to be another body that Gore can like damage. 
before she's out of the movie for the rest of the yeah. show. So yeah. it's very it's very wasteful, I think, is a good way to point that out, Christian. And yes. uh, didn't add much to the story. The only thing elements that I did like is her relationship with Jane, which yeah. we see complete, yes. happens completely off screen. Stupid, um, stupid which, move. But yeah, I agree. I, I really wish, and this is, you know, I again love everyone involved in this movie. I would rather have just been a Natalie Portman Thor movie. I agree, thousand percent. Like build up that backup story because clearly she's been doing this for a while. Um, that they semi-established because there's a relationship that she has with Valkyrie, and they just sort of jump cut just so I they can't can have the reveal. It. Yeah, yeah. Well, like, you see, for me, it was more of like there were when Natalie Portman is going up to. to uh, you know, Mjolnir and the whole crowd leaves. We just see a bunch of guards like circling, not circling, yeah. but like around Mjolnir. And I feel like once she was able to, once Mjolnir got together and, he, you know, she picked it up, that's when the guards were like, okay, it's time to bring in the king, you know? And then I guess that's when they had this whole exposition of her, like, yeah. Well, they don't showcase that. So they don't, they like don't, they don't. Been- yeah, that's why it feels like no, she's been there for a while. She's an established hero. People cheer for her. So they it's make, like, yeah, they make illusions that she's been trying out different catchphrases for a little bit of time. It's like, yeah, see any of that? None of this, none of this whatsoever. So that's why I'm like, if we were gonna really give this an honest go, this should have been the Mighty Thor movie. Should have came out then. Love and Thunder, I think, should have probably followed it up. Yeah. So that way you can meet them all, you know, all together. Um, but I think the grander illusion of them just like and. Another issue that I'm starting to have now, even though I loved it early on with WandaVision, is that we keep introducing these super kids and just they're just there. Yeah. They're just background fodder. It's and so it's weird. Starting, it's starting to get annoying. I know that they're eventually leading to clearly uh, some sort of young Avengers team up of some sort. But man, every time there's always and they're always varying ages, which is also weird when they eventually meet up and like. Come, come a team. Yeah, but so. you see, I don't think Heim, like right. th- that was a whole thing where I was like, what? we're really bringing in Heimdall's kid and his significant other. It, it was very weird because it never, obviously, we never see Heimdall anywhere. I have a fa- but I don't know. Yeah, I didn't know in the game. Yeah, but like whatever. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm also referring to the other character that is introduced at the very end of the movie. Oh, 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 oh. that okay. is clearly yeah. the Thor allegory, you know, yeah. character. Well. Um, before we get into that, I did want to bring in uh, one thing that uh, Ella had said, you know, as we were talking about after the movie. She was like, yeah. this feels like this is two different movies, one being a serious yes. movie and one being a comedy, which obviously we're talking about. Uh, she was mentioning um, Christian Bale as Gore the God Butcher, yeah. which, yeah, uh, I get it. I also feel like. Th- that's what you should expect from Christian Bale. Like that's his way of acting. I've never really seen Christian Bale as a comedic actor. I don't know how else he was going to fit into this movie. Other what? than he's funny as hell in this movie. Yeah, what are you Christian, talking about? No, no, he is. But like when you see Christian Bale on screen, you, I, I think automatic- of Patrick Bateman. That's yeah. the first thing I think of. Before yeah. I think well, of yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but I also think of like, the seriousness of the dark Knight trilogy. Sure. You know, like, so I, once we see him being all serious and stuff, and then we see Thor crack a joke after they have a little fight encounter thing. It was a little weird, but that's another here. 
I never took. I know. So again, with with Gore, I actually never took him as uh, too serious because there there are moments where he breaks, and yeah, he goes from being super serious to then being this sort of like almost Voldemorty kind of character yeah. um, when he fucks around with the kids. It's the, one of the scariest things. That ever, was but also super weird, but funny, really fun. Yeah, yeah. Uh, in, in, a, in a lot of ways, very like you know scenery chewing, which to me. Thank God, because that to me leveled him up to being one of the more better Thor villains we've had. Because Thor, Thor doesn't have good villains in any of these movies. Um, not a shot, not a chance. The Gore of the God Butchers up top, number one. Yeah, so I'm just oh, and, you know, hell, and, and hell is hell is okay, but Hell's... I'm saying like in terms of like out of all of them, I'm like I would rather hang out with Gore than Butcher. <laughs> out uh, of all uh, of them, yeah, Hell yeah, might actually but, kill me. You know, Hell would fucking murder me. Yeah, uh, I'd love every. There's a. There's a hilarious, I think, tweet I saw a while ago. I wish I could credit it, but it, it's been so long. It said, like, how they talk about MCU writers, or I guess just any kind of blockbuster writers. Yeah. Or, or, like, the trend is that to make a good villain, they're honestly, like, usually right about their motivations. They're, like, so agreeable that they have to throw in, like, some extra weird thing. Just be like, oh, that's right. This is supposed to be a bad guy. And honestly, I, like, I was on a thousand percent on Gore's side yeah. the entire way through. Yeah. Even yeah. when they tried to, like, oh, he kidnaps kids. Like, oh, okay. Okay, sure, that's the one oh, thing. But, like, that, why yeah. he's, <laughs> yeah. his motivations, like, the gods are fucked up. And, like, we see that. Like, Thor agrees with that. Yeah. I just wish we had more time with Gore. No, 100%, and I agree. And the one element of the movie that I think is actually really fucking good, and I wanted to, I wish it was its own fucking movie, and that is Natalie Portman has to wield Molinier just so that she could feel fine again. But the moment she lets go, she is back to herself. But she keeps using <laughs> Molinier. It's going to take away any potential help that she was getting in the mm -hmm. world, and therefore she's just going to get sicker and sicker. And at the same time, we have the opposite of that, which is Gore using the Necro Sword, which is also affecting him in some way and kills him at the end. So it's the, it's the parallel that I fucking yeah. actually like that they don't do much with. It is the crux of the story with Jane, but I just don't think they do enough with it to make yeah. it matter as much. And, you know, I, first of all, fuck cancer. I, 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 I'm a uh, survivor of a grandmother who passed away too fucking young uh, of this. And so seeing those moments and seeing that I've identified with it in some aspects, mm -hmm. and I think they did a solid job in that element for sure. I just wish there was more story to back it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, a Jane, a mighty Thor movie would have been so good. Yeah. Yeah. It really yeah. Have. I loved her in this movie. Yes. She was phenomenal. There were, I was talking to Hugo a little earlier today. I thought like Natalie, of course, any role Natalie Portman's in, she like knocks out of the park. One of the things I really loved about her in this role is that she, um, encroach that like mumblecore quirky indie manic pixie dream girl kind of like i'm awkward and cute but also like funny with like just by saying her lines so effortlessly and when it's when they're entering yeah. like the secret god island and she's like trying to like you know pose herself as like this thor figure and she's trying to figure it out and she's like anyway well i'm gonna and it gets kind of awkward with thor because like they're kind of flirting and yeah. she's like well i'm gonna go sweep and just flies away because she's like <laughs> uncomfortable like natalie portman is fantastic in this movie no, that, she's very good. I will say there, there's a tend of stuff from like the the Taika. There's a little Taika in the some of the performance. That's the only thing. That I, again, you could feel him. This is interesting. I want I, there's movies where I want to feel the director. There are movies where I don't. And I when I feel like he oversteps his bounds, that's when I feel the most attracted from. And I, I don't know how, how I feel about that on this movie specifically. But this is definitely a movie you could feel him in a lot of instances. Um 
the, inter- the interstellar joke though made me laugh <laughs> oh my god it was so good mm. Mm. that was funny yeah yeah um yes i'm glad you brought up taika yes i'm so happy you brought up taika because yes there's a push and pull in this movie of like this is too much taika this is not enough taika whatever like there is a sweet spot that i want to bring up and this this ties in with the vfx discussion mm. yes a lot of it looks bad we'll get into that for a moment but i want to start off positive because i've ripped into love and thunder enough for a moment i want to be positive for a second um towards the end uh when they're on like first of all when it shifts to black and white and there's like moments of color when they're using light in the actual place yes. it looks phenomenal a great use realm. of great use of that there's a moment um when gore comes in and he summons all the shadow monsters whatever i forget, i don't know shadow monsters is what i'm gonna call them yeah and yeah. they're they look uneasy and like uncanny and i realized i was like look really looking at it because they're animated to not be at the same frame rate as the rest of the movie so it almost looks kind of like juddery and that i think adds to what makes them so kind of uneasy and scary and that is a, a great example of where the vfx and the art direction that taika wanted really works in this movie it's unfortunate that for a lot of it it isn't the the same it's you know actors standing in front of the volume screen that unfortunately just it, it just did not work in this movie i think the only place the volume has worked for me was mandalorian that's it huh. maybe half of uh, uh obi-wan you see i didn't even notice any of the you're insane with VFX. you're crazy there was one spot where i noticed it where they were uh on the ship you know also shout out to those fucking goats the goats were fucking great. I loved them. At first, I hated them, uh, but they got, they grew on me. Um, the scene where they're looking out in space, obviously, I was like, okay, well, obviously, it's, it's VFX. Oh, yeah, they can't go there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they can't go there. <laughs> so, but everything else, I mean, I, I didn't have a problem with it. I, well, no, because, like, here's the thing. What is wrong with building sets? Like, I don't understand why Marvel isn't doing this anymore. Like, there are uh, plenty of shots where it's just an, ex- an exterior shot of, like, a backyard or, you know, I understand with the battle, but, like, you can build, like, a house burning in the, or maybe you don't have to burn it, but, like, add CG there, but, like, a house in the background, but it's, it's nothing. It's just, it's just screens. Yeah. And, I, and, I, and it feels lifeless so, so much of the time. So uh, it's funny. There's movies where I think you, I agree with you, and then there's movies where I don't. And I don't agree with, say, like in uh, Multiverse of Madness. I think actually looks pretty incredible, even yeah. though a lot of it is CGI. And I watched the you know the behind the scenes documentary that you can watch on Disney Plus. By the way, it is narrated by Bruce Campbell, who's on screen for all of it. That's awesome. Huh. That's awesome. That's that so awesome. good. Uh, he constantly makes evil dead jokes. It's fucking great. Um, but also uh, they show like, no, they straight up just made a full set. And what they did was just redress it three different ways. And then in the movie, they used a, a f- actual physical thing that they like. Yeah, it made sure the characters always ran through that one thing. So, you know, that it felt like it was real, but in the same place, um, but in three different instances. Anyways, sure. there's movies where that they did that and it actually adds to the movie. Uh, but you can't tell because CGI is ru- not ruined everything. It's just accentuated a bunch of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and in this movie, I feel like the, in a lot of ways, what you're saying, Christian, is that nothing feels real. Therefore, it's like you, you're just completely out of it by it. Like, I can't tell you if half of Asgard place is real. I can't tell you if half the obviously anything that was in the throne room at all was even consistent um, just because it just feels like just CGI. And I don't know. Uh, to me, it didn't bug me much in the movie. 
because at that moment, my mind is already in the I'm in cartoon world. Um, mm. But when a movie does showcase like actual stuff and actual thrones, it's, it's fucking cool. I agree with you. Yeah. I, I bring this. Oh, sorry, Ruben. No, I was just taking a breath. Go for it. I, I, I bring this up because there's there was a huge conversation um, has started last week and it's leaked into this week as well. Now that more people are reporting on it. Yeah. Uh, and it started with a, uh, again, a subreddit thread of someone who uh, said they're sick and tired of working on VFX shows for Marvel. Sorry, VFX for Marvel, both the shows and movies. And there's tons of P VFX artists were, were talk, like jumping into this conversation and adding to it. And of course, we've got the whole article coming out about it. Yes. And this all has culminated with, I think it was today or yesterday, the variety um, uh, video. They do they do great videos of like director breakdowns and stuff. And this one had Taika and Tessa Thompson uh, breaking down a scene from uh, from Love and Thunder. Yes. And they started kind of ripping into like the VFX that were in it. Um, and then there's like illusions that Taika didn't really quite have a heavy hand in the editing room because he couldn't remember what shots were and were in it. Like just no, not noticing stuff. I'm not going to get into that side, but I will say that like dunking on VFX um, from the director and a lead actor did feel really weird, especially the timing is just insane, especially with yeah, like this article in the Reddit post. It's like very sad when like we have Marvel churning out tons of content, what feels like week after week, right? So yeah. they only have so much time to make, to make all this Stuff. And the, the demands are so high and the pay isn't great to then dunk on them. It's very unfortunate. And it's like, well, like, what is the solution here? Like less projects, more time. Um, obviously, the solution is to unionize and more money and workers rights. Right. But like, is that going to happen? Hopefully. I don't know how soon, but like, it. it's incredibly depressing. Yeah, no, it's it is disgusting. I remember watching that video and reading that article, and then for them to come out roughly at the same time. And it's by the way, it's constantly being recommended to me to watch on YouTube. I see it constantly pull up in my recommendations. Mm. Like, you sure you want? Because I've only seen the clip on, on on Twitter, but I'm constantly like, hey, you sure you should see this? This is something that you like. You like Thor, and it's just like, no, I'm not gonna watch that because I already seen the context of it. And it's uh, not great right now. So mm -hmm. uh, I'm gonna support that. Um, at the same time, I, I, I go back and forth. Obviously, the context of the video is that they're either I assume they're just trying to have fun in that video. But at the same time, it is very biting of like uh, you're pointing out mistakes in your own movie and also things that, you know, uh, that people spent hours making and yeah. trying to make your movie come yeah. out on time. And it's rough, you know, especially when I heard like the, the Stranger Things uh, it was literally like it was out. But oh, then they were still God. uploading stuff like moments afterwards. Like it's. So, so fucking crazy. They, they put out a tweet, uh, like, showcasing um, Vecna. Oh, I haven't seen Stranger Things, so if I get something wrong, I'm sorry. Sure. I think fine. it like, Vecna's, like, uh, what did you call it? Like, the makeup and, like, all yeah. like, the student. Uh, and this, the tweet started with, no CGI here. Like, here's uh, how we made Vecna. Like, a, But, like, and then VFX artists were saying, like, actually, there's a lot of CGI that goes into adding to this practical suit. Yes. Right. And, it, and it's like the conjunction of those things that really makes a strong product. And and like I feel like lately, yes, the CGI and it just has been overworked and underappreciated, and that's that's really sad. Yeah, I agree. I one hundred percent agree. Yeah, I have to agree. Uh, it, it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, you kind of should have seen this coming. Like the minute we you heard 
uh, people just complaining about VFX in general. In well, the Marvel part, um, just you should have seen like, hey, how can we make this better without screwing people over? If that makes sense, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, Delay your fucking movies, I guess. I don't know. Like, what do you want me to say? Like, and you know what? It's fine. We delayed uh, fucking Spider-Man: No Way Home. Uh, we delayed the, the great Morbius movie two years, if I remember correctly. Still um, a shit show movie. Yeah. yeah, still a shit show movie. Yeah. But. but here, actually, I'll, I'll actually double back and I'll say, because from reading that article, uh, Marvel fucking do better pre planning and don't yes. make artists make three separate things so you can have choices. Like, no, fuck that. Like, actually have a vision, stick Be to specific, it. And yeah. And fucking go with it. Like, I understand that things can change on the day, and sure, I'm sure you can do that, but, like, having people, like, having to make multiple versions of something and then for no reason, like, just extra time being wasted on stuff, just, like, fucking bullshit. I think from what I read, too, they were, like, it's very strict timelines. Like, here's a, and we need this in, like, a three-week turnaround, and we want three options, like, final, like, near finalization. Yeah. And it's, like, that is a lot of work. I don't know. Dude, it takes effort for fucking Ruben to put this video thing up together. Like, you're like, fucking telling me. You're fucking know. telling me, Mario. It takes a lot I know of how it goes. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. Anyway, there is one character I wanted to talk about, too, that I, I don't know if I can mention now. Can I mention Go for it now? It. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's what I guess we've been spoiling the whole movie, so it's all good. By the way, Love. Uh, oh. Th- oh, I had Thor on the fucking witch, riding Stormbreaker like a witch. Fucking underrated. Just okay. Fucking you know what? Great. Fucking underrated. Fucking underrated. That was funny. That, that got a giggle out of me as well. Yes. I will say, uh, before you get into Christian, uh, this movie has one, I guess, overarching theme, and it's you never forget your first. And I love that <laughs> as a whole. Like, just the, that whole line, just as a, a theme running throughout the movie, was great. Continue, Christian. I want to feel shitty about Natalie Portman. That's all I have yeah. to say. Yeah, yeah. Actually, before, before I, I bring up this character... Because I feel like we skipped a lot of stuff that I want to mention, too. Okay. Um, should we ask favorite moments? I mean, yeah. we can. Yeah. Go yeah. for it. Mario. Yeah. What are you guys' favorite, favorite moments? Orgy? Uh, <laughs> I, I think people blew that line out of proportion. The line that people should be concerned about is them eating babies. Um, yeah. That, that kind of comes <laughs> out of nowhere. That, those are another, again, one of those lines where I'm like, not necessary. Because uh, now you want me to... Breach the implications of that actually probably being true um, in this world that they created. But anyways, well, I mean, um, it was true favorite before. Moments. No, I, I just meant like in this world specifically. That right, right, right. Um, I would say my favorite moments uh, whenever uh, <laughs> whenever Paul, uh, Thor is talking to the kids and just how like, oh, like, yeah, all good shucks. Like, it reminds me of old uh, cartoons or something like that. Of them like, hey, Thor, like being all excited <laughs> and just like, I not I don't know where you guys are, but I'm going to find you. Yeah. Uh, cracks me up almost every time he did it. But the, the main, I think uh, the scenes that obviously that stood out to me the most was just how, and again, I know Christian, you hate this. I thought it was hilarious at the beginning of how stupid Thor is in terms of him like, going and <laughs> destroying all these bad guys to uh you know i think it's like paradise city i think it's playing or whatever's playing at the very beginning of the movie and then going into a glass tower and destroying it i just that made me that made me smile yeah. <laughs> it's like that's so stupid i love it paradise city played when uh we saw asgard again i'm trying to remember I what it played so. at the beginning 
Was it? Oh, was it? Uh, oh my God. They basically play the entire Aperture of Destruction album in the movie. Yeah. Um, which yeah. is, by the way, I, I, I said this to somebody. It took uh, two uses of one Led Zeppelin song that you can do in a movie. They bought the entire Appetite of Destruction uh, for this one. So clearly, I think uh, Led Zeppelin cost way more than Axl Rose. Yeah. <laughs> yes. But yeah. Uh, I want to bring up some cool stuff. Um, Lady Sif coming back and getting some very cool character development, um, even though, albeit brief. I thought yes. it was fantastic. I think it was a very sweet payoff where she ends up at the end of the movie. Very cool. Um, a favorite moment of mine, I guess not even really a moment, just a favorite thing, is uh, Chris Hemsworth getting absolutely fucking blown up. Dude, he is huge in this movie, and I was admiring the way, the whole way through. Well, he's in a tank, like a cutoff sleeve shirt at the end of the movie, yes. and he still looks absolutely like massive. I'm like, damn. I will never be that big, and that makes me sad. But th- I wish I could be that big. It's it's <laughs> glorious. Also, you you got to see his ass, I guess. So that was that was pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, see some cheeks. Yeah, uh, some cheeks. I do want to uh, double back real quick. Uh, the part where I thought, um, uh, shit, what's her fucking name? Darcy. No, no, we all. That was a cool game. We all know. Yeah, her. I was. I was so Darcy. I love Darcy. Uh, I love the payoff of the, the the Thor movies from before, right? You had Darcy, and then you had Eric for like a small second. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. But uh, sure. Valkyrie, um, just the part where I thought we were talking about how we thought she was going to quit. The part where I thought she was going to quit was when she can't calm down the crowd after the kids have been taken, and then Thor just yeah. walks in, and he's like, everybody just shuts up. And then uh, obviously we see Korg just like, you know. Make way for the king, you know. Um, but uh, my favorite part, just anything to do with Natalie Portman, like yeah. just yeah. shines mm. in this fucking movie. Especially the cool shit that she does with Mjolnir, where he just fucking yeah. splits up and just uh, so cool. And so I, cool. I didn't read those comics. I don't know much about the Mighty Thor, but if that's what they do in the comic, it's really cool. Yeah. The fact that she can use it both as a projectile mm-hmm. um, in that way, and also oh, that was sick. That was so, very sick. Yeah. Yeah, straight up, it's like a shotgun blast that can come back and yeah, it's yeah. really cool. Really fucking cool. Made me almost, almost, but not exactly. Maybe play Avengers again. I doubt it. Though. Yeah, no, <laughs> I doubt. It. I'm just playing Avengers uh, anymore. I, I guess it's a, I should bring this up. Ben, be yeah, excited. Well, fuck it. You should be here. If that's good. <laughs> kidding. Oh, fuck. Wishing you okay. the best in your new job, buddy. Um, <laughs> I, I should bring this up as well. I guess before we get into the actual closing, closing that Mario was alluding to earlier. Uh, the kind of climax of third act, very sweet, very, very sweet. Like almost get almost maybe emotional because, you know, no more Jane Foster. Um, but also like, it was a reminder of how tragic a character Thor is probably the, the one people argue that Wanda's the, the, like the most tragic figure, but I think Thor is kind of, uh, an underdog in, in that kind of argument because yeah, I can see that. he really yeah. has lost everything. And every time we see him, he loses something else. Yeah. And he has to find a way to come back to loss and, and still be, you know, the worthy figure we see him as. I'm like, that, that's hard. We yeah. should give Thor some credit. Yeah. I mean, if you want to go down his lineage really quick, he loses his brother in the first one. He loses his mother in the second one. He loses his father and entire planet on the third one. And uh, Thor, I'm sorry, Art Avengers, uh, Avengers Assemble, whatever the fuck that one's called. His brother dies again, <laughs> you know, like loses an eye. <laughs> he loses so much. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, and also 
and also like winning over your villain with love is like i will always like champion that that that, that just that's ill yeah that's but Ill you Hill. see this is where the the movie like sort of fell flat for me where he is bringing gore is bringing back his kid which like i get but we didn't really see like what his plans were which kind of like Wait, yeah that makes sense yeah, we but we thought that he was going to kill the gods when he g- gets to eternity. But no, he's bringing back his daughter. No, that that's, was his plan until Thor convinces Literally, Thor. in the movie, he doesn't even think about that as an option. He is so hell-bent on killing the gods, he doesn't think for a moment to actually bring love until he's literally mentioned to him that mo- at that, that time, which is, that's why I fucking love it. Like, I love mm-hmm. the fact that, like, he didn't, he, he is so blinded by his... F- oh, it's an infection, rage. as you say. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Which is which I find fucking fascinating. Um, and then it takes Thor to finally like remind someone of that. And then yeah, for him to make that decision, uh, and the fact that you know they'll say they'll take care of him, even though one of them is not going to be there to take this care. This is of so weird. That was the weirdest part for me, where they're like, uh, yeah, I, I, Thor will take care of her. <laughs> That's interesting. I I totally read that as like promise. You know, you take care of her. I think I thought he was talking just to just to Thor. I didn't see it as them too. Yeah, because I feel like he knew that Jane was dying. Did Jane say, Jane, Jane say something? I don't remember. See, I but, thought that Jane was go- he was going to resur- like keep Jane alive. That's what I thought it, he was alluding to. Like, do, save it for love. Like, I mean, first of all, if, if you talk to a genie, your first wish is I want more wishes. So I don't know. He already failed at that. Yeah. But second of all, yeah, no. I, 100%. The moment they mentioned his daughter, which I didn't even know her name was Love until, I guess, the end of the movie. I don't know if they said I that. didn't know her name was Love either. I think, I think that, is that true? Is it actually her name? I think that, I, I guess that's her name I'll in the movie. I'll look it up. I'll look it up. Her name's Love, yeah. And I mean... At least at the end of the movie, I assume that's her name. At the end of the movie, that it is, yeah. I mean, that's what she's going by. Yeah, and love, I assume, is what her name is at the beginning of the movie. So that's part of the love and thunder of it. Is it's that's why I think that is what thematically does make the movie good. Otherwise, I would rather it be a different movie. I think that's the one element that I do enjoy the most is the fact that he was so blinded by his rage that he didn't even consider that to be even even an option. Um, So he decides to, you know, at the last minute, finally make a face turn. Yo, good. Mm. So, oh um, my god, I. Oh yeah, cool. Good. No, I was just gonna say I, I found that to be weird. I also think like, yes, it was great to see Sif come back, but also like, if we're gonna keep bringing her back, like, bring her back for good. You know, like it was funny where he the line where he gives her like, uh, actually, you were supposed to die in battle to go to um, Valhalla. I thought she was gonna. I thought that was going to be her dying there, and I was going to be upset. I thought <laughs> I so, like, too. But, like, you know, we've seen her in a bunch of stuff, but are we keeping her? Is she going to be a main character in this movie franchise? Like, either bring her back or don't, essentially, for me. That's how I feel about Valkyrie. Like, they brought her back just for what, you know? I yeah. think we could have gotten rid of Valkyrie like the first scene she was in. Robin, shut no, up! Ma- wait, no, wait, let me let me rephrase. What I'm saying is, I think if in terms of Sif, we could have like gotten Valkyrie, get rid of Valkyrie, but like bring Sif back in, you know, like give her some more replaced screen. by the white person. Uh, you know, that's not 
This is, this is you said it here. Ruben wants to kill the gays. That's not whoa, whoa, whoa. Wow. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. Also, okay. More favorite moments. Uh Korg, uh, the whole species uh, being gay, I thought was fucking rad as hell. Yeah. Like Dave yeah. was that was hilarious. Dave with the mustache. Yeah. Funny as I, fuck. The a funny god as well, by the way. I love that it's a throne of scissors. So I thought that was really funny. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's right. Uh, and I totally forgot. I was gonna the cast just now. Matt Damon returning, which I thought was funny. Melissa Good. McCarthy. Melissa yeah. McCarthy as, as hell. Hella fucking got spoiled, dude. They got spoiled for me last year. I'm so uh, mad. There was oh, really? Someone posted a photo of her in the outfit, and I was like, oh, they're bringing back the uh, theater people. And I was like, God damn it. <laughs> but yeah, uh, still the moment, you know, I wasn't as like, oh my God, it's Melissa McCarthy as everybody else, and I knew it was going to happen. But having Matt Damon come back with Sam Neill and the other Hemsworth, pretty funny. However, yeah. their second scene, again, unnecessary. Unnecessary. Their second scene where they come back to uh, Valkyrie is like, oh, we're going to write the story sure. about this. Yeah, I did, I did, that was also really it. weird. But I guess his brother needed something. Like, something I did like that they were normal yeah. clothes, though. I thought that was funny. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I looked it up. I don't think Love is her actual name. She, it's it's the credit is, is Gore's daughter. So I think Love is just like the like the nickname, the colloquial, because Korg is narrating like the end, narrates the beginning and the end, which I thought was yes. actually kind of a nice bookend. Yeah. Um, let's give our thoughts here. I think I'm sorry, Ruben. I think I just took over. I'm sorry. No, I that, to you take don't need over to be sorry. Well, you you okay. want to talk about you want to talk about the love part. I, yeah, wanted, yeah, yeah. I, I thought I thought that was awesome that the the title comes in at the end and it's like yes. I I know why I now know why it's called Love and Thunder. It's also yes. like themes of love throughout the movie too. But like where Thor ends up, uh, like character development wise at the end, I thought was like actually really freaking awesome, and it gives him a different kind of purpose mm -hmm. and futurity that I thought was like. Really refreshing uh, for his character. That yes. was awesome. I, that's why I love that he was so good with the kids. That's yeah. why I'm setting that up almost. And then, yeah, I, I by the way, we were talking about the fact the kids all got Thorized and like kicked ass. That was awesome. Yeah. That's <laughs> another great moment, in my opinion. But it, um, we also have to talk about the fact that he's the one that set this whole thing into motion with uh, Natalie Portman's character, where he's, when they were together, he's like, oh. I need you to fucking. Yeah, Whoa, here. He, I need you to yes. watch out for her. Fucking Bro. perfect. I loved it. That, loved that might be it. my favorite moment of the movie. Period. period. When when that symbol pops up on the hand, yeah. it's like, yeah. fuck. Mm -hmm. That's why. And oh, throughout so the good. whole movie, yeah. he's trying to figure out like, what the fuck? Why did you come back for her and not for me? Yeah, it was fucking great. You never forget no, your first. So, so good. Love yeah. it. That, those are the, there's things about the movie that like again i think are really well done and really awesome it goes too far in a lot of instances and i think overall makes the movie feel uneven um that said you know i would probably watch this again if it was on television like, it, like it's it's that it's an absolutely easily watchable movie yeah. um but yeah i is it my favorite no but is it the worst thing that everyone's talking about? Suddenly, no. everything is either like the most awesome or the most terrible or you know and where's my friend frank mid Fucking hate that word now. Oh, uh, Christian's just, one of them. Uh, there's more nuance to words. Anyways, yeah. uh, <laughs> other than that, I think that this is still a solid time. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, I do want to point out the fact, the fun fact that he gives fucking the, the kid, he gives the kid Stormbreaker and he takes Mjolnir at the end. It's just fucking great. Christian, what were you going to say? 
Fuck you guys. I didn't say mid this entire episode. Yeah, but you, you usually say mid. A motherfucker was nuanced as hell this episode. You were, episode. you were, but you, I right? feel like it was going to happen. And, and yet, if for you... Love and Thunder, is still kind of mid, but. <laughs> you see, you see. Um, well, thank you, Mario. And that's okay. Yeah, absolutely. You know, you know, I, I, I have one more thing to say. You guys think Loki I is a good villain. Just he is. He's not he's I a take... good villain. I take issue the first with people time, not on the fucking fifteenth time we see him on the screen. I'm sorry, Christian. Go ahead. That's that's a fair argument, Ruben. Yeah. I, I respect that. Yeah. Um, I, I'm I'm taking issue with people on Twitter who are saying like the M- Thor: Love and Thunder is bad because we don't know where the MCU is going. It's oh, such a dumb argument to make. I'm fucking along uh, I'm the sorry. ride, baby. Yeah, yeah. I I. I I don't understand why movies aren't allowed to be standalone. Like, let's enjoy this film for what it is. Let's analyze and look at characters. Um, you know, let's look at Thor. Let's look at Jane. And, like, let those characters have their time to shine. It's why people are, like, praising uh, Miss Marvel so much. is because the fact that it isn't tied to this overarching MCU yet. And Iman Vala- sorry, uh, Kamala is getting... Uh, her chance to get, ex- like, get explored as a, as a character in it and as a person in, in, this, in this universe. The fact that like Thor doesn't tie into like overarching an MCU thing, which uh, is is set up in this movie. For a second, I thought that was Galactus, but it's it's yeah. Eternity, which yeah. which is related to Galactus. Like that is is in this movie. Yeah. It's happening at yeah. some point, just not yet. We just, see Celestials in this fucking movie. Yeah, relax a little bit. We do see yeah. that. Just calm down a little bit and enjoy it for what it is, not for what you want the next 15 movies to be just have a little patience everyone i don't want to know what the next 15 movies to be what the next 15 movies are going to be about i want to be surprised every time i go into the theater yeah and i'm excited for the semi potentially what it would be even if i don't know where it's going like yeah the little teaser uh which by the way fucking awesome if you are a huge fan of ted lasso because roy kent showing up was awesome as hercules so I'm excited to see where eventually that will go because yeah. I know that character also has relationships with other characters that we're just being introduced to. I can't wait till she meets uh, She-Hulk. It's going to be fantastic. It's going yeah. mm-hmm. to be great. Uh, I do also want to point out that Russell Crowe as Zeus was fucking perfect. Oh, I love it. Where he comes down and he's wearing the little skirt. First Him off, and his fucking oh, a little trance. <laughs> yeah, so good. That's pretty good. That's pretty the good. accent was good, yeah. and then like Th- Thor is like, yeah, well, you know, I'm the god of thunder. He, he's the god of lightning. Yeah. Like it kind of makes sense. He's he's my hero. And then he's like, well, we got to wait for his intro to finish, and it's like 30 minutes of intro. Fucking perfect. It's great. It's great. Oh. Hold on. Before we go, I know there's so much more stuff. One last thing. No, there's ahead. an incredible Easter egg in this movie about a character that is just on screen. If you watch any of the, uh, is it Room Thor uh, shorts on Disney Plus, where Thor uh, during his time on Earth roomed with a guy named Daryl. Yeah. And mm. uh, the third, and then he's roomed with him twice. Um, and then the third time, it's um, Grandmaster moves in with him. He's there on New Asgard. He's one of the, the people. And it's oh, yeah? so fucking funny. Yeah, he's got the clipboard. He's actually. Um, works with valkyrie and i'm like oh my god they actually tied into those like dvd wow. shorts they huh. made that actual canon now and i'm like that's so funny that's good so that means that those little fun shorts are real so yeah. that's awesome kevin feige he's thorough yeah <laughs> um let's see what else did i want to mention before we close out the show i guess i want to bring this back in the terms of like mario had said before like you know it's been eight years get over it you have to 
take into account like he is a god and eight years is probably like a week to him you know <laughs> that's that's all i'll say that's mm. all i'll say let the man fucking get over his heartbreak you know Fair um enough. anything before we close out the show christian you got anything left in the chamber for us uh good movie that could have been better uh i wish Crazy. like we said a bit more jane a bit more gore uh, but what we got uh, was a fun enough ride that, like, I still had an enjoyable time. And, like, I don't hate that. Like, it's okay. Yeah. Sometimes things aren't perfect, and that's okay. As long as we enjoyed it, that's fine enough, you know? Yeah. Okay. All right. Mario? Yeah, I mean, I would say that there are worse things to go to the movies for. Um, I mean, you could see Elvis. It's not the, the most greatest movie. <laughs> oh, you know, man. I loved Elvis. Don't get me wrong. You could just go see Elvis. Every time I, I see that trailer, he just his face just makes me like, I don't want to see that. Oh, oh what? what? Watching. What? It's, it's pretty fun. It's pretty fun. It's just long. Um, but at the same time, I think that if you know if you're enjoying the MCU at this far, that this is not one that you need to miss. I think this is a fun time. Um, and then yeah, uh, watch Miss Marvel, you fuckers. That's all I have to say. Yep. Hell yeah. Um, of course, usually we, after we do a movie review, we usually do the rankings, but since, you know, Christian, Christian is here, Eric, apparently he's switching jobs and you know how, uh, in TV shows, well, kids cartoons, uh, the, the villains get tied down to, like yeah. by a bunch of, I'm specifically thinking of the Smurfs where he, they get tied down, they tied down the villain and where's this guy? <laughs> All I'm saying is Eric's pinned up somewhere and he's just like tied down by a couple kids. That sounds Thank wrong. But Oh, you said the, kids. Nope, I take I that back. Kids. I said kids. What I mean is like he's having a hell of a time trying to transition into his job as a teacher. So Eric, <laughs> stay strong. Don't kick those kids' ass, but you know, you'll figure it you out. You don't want to end up on later. TikTok. You yeah, don't want to yeah, end yeah. up on TikTok. You'll figure it out sooner or later. We trust you. Yeah. We believe in you. With that being what? said, Christian. So we're not we're not we're not ranking, correct? We are not ranking. We're gonna save it for, for I, Eric. Do you want to tell me what your ranking is before we? I'm gonna I'm gonna give you my personal ranking if that's okay. Okay. How about you give me your personal ranking and where you would put this on the the list? How about that one? Oh fuck! So that way, when I have it written down, and then Eric comes in, and we can do it then. I am going to tell you right now, the villain, I'm going to rank very highly. I'm going to say pieces of shits. He is uh, definitely the new number nine for me. I'm not even. I'm not even gonna look at gore or 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 that. I'm looking at Marvel movies specifically. Okay, gore is gonna be bottom ten. Bottom uh, ten. You're fucking crazy. He was not. He wasn't given enough time to be top ten. I'm sorry. Good villain, just not given enough time. Uh, ranking the Marvel movies, yeah, uh, it might be the new uh, twenty-two for me underneath Iron Man. Oh my God, you're insane! You are insane. It's it's number twenty-one on my personal list. So. Okay, um, Mario, I don't know if you can see this list. Okay, you got the no. back pulled up? I don't even know where it is. Okay, <laughs> uh, well, let me. Oh, Show Docs? Yeah, is? Show Docs. Show Docs. Um, uh, here, look at the top right chat of of Discord. I just linked you the doc. Top right. Well, you know, for me, I am gonna put this as the new number eight, above Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Below, uh, you Spider-Man think this is better than Shang Chi? Nah, you know what? I'm put this at number nine. This is definitely better than Guardians of the Galaxy. 
just because we don't have uh, crispy and that much, you know. So um, you're making, you're raking this against all of them. I, I assume am all the MCU movies. Ah, I mean, this is to me like uh, <laughs> Captain Marvel. No, we haven't like, done yeah, Captain Marvel. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, that, like it's middle, that kinds of. You level. think yeah. that this is the level of Captain Marvel? Yeah, I'd rather watch Captain Marvel. You would yeah, rather yeah. watch Captain Marvel again than this? Yeah. yeah. I have I have this above Age of Ultron and below Black Widow. Guys. Okay, that's in that yeah. That I don't region. know if yeah. you're crazy. You're Yeah, crazy. Ragnarok is fucking top 10. This one is like nowhere near it. So I'm that's why I'm putting this above well, Ragnarok. I a lot of it's cuz Jeff Goldblum's not in it. Let's be fair. Okay. All right. End the show, Ruben. This is getting out out of pocket. (laughs) This is getting real out of pocket. With that being said, um, guys, where can people find you? Mario? You can find me over there at Point in Progress where we do all the fun things. Uh, Coming back this week, uh, I believe that is July 15th. We're having a normal show or 52 episode of uh, Point in Progress. So, hey, uh, we're all catching up to each other. So that's fantastic. Um, of course, uh, you can also find me at the MC University, where we talk about not MCU movies. We talk about the old ones. We've gone from Blade all the way up to Ghost Rider, uh, Ghost Avengers, whatever the fuck that movie's called. <laughs> Ghost Rider um, 2. Ghost Rider 2. The last episode we did was um, <laughs> X-Men Origins Wolverine. I'm fuck sorry. that. I'm sorry. I'm Fucking. So sorry. Fuck you, no. Whoa. Yeah. Will you eventually do Logan? We're going to do all of them. Oh, we're doing yeah. we're doing so i actually started to think i'm gonna post it right now uh we're gonna be doing keeping track of the timeline of x-men movies and how fucked up it is and so uh very excited to already have that broken by this movie so yeah very excited uh to do more stuff and then yeah follow me on twitter at uh tht mario vera not that my apologies love the rebrand yeah. no you did it you did it right okay well no yeah. i had said before that mario vera Oh yeah, rest in peace. R.I.P. Bring it back. Bring it back. Christian, I want it to bring it back so badly. Where can people find you? You can follow me at ISO Christian to keep up with all the things I'm doing lately, like my movie podcast, movie club coming up, The Rock, directed by Michael Bay. That's on Large Popcorn. Weekly gaming show at Podcast PXN. And then all the stuff I do here for this channel. Uh, I've started production on the next video essay so writing uh, is pretty much complete at this point with my because my co-writer it's gonna take me a little bit of time to get through that because i'm busy with other stuff but expect that uh somewhere in the middle to late july in the next two late july i guess yeah about two weeks time so okay all right Namaste. Nice. awesome and of course uh you can find me here like i said this uh in the beginning of the show we are going to be doing stranger things for review we're going to be doing uh young justice phantoms review we also are going to be doing a video games podcast this week but i'm not really sure Ooh. what's going to be happening with that as i is uh, 70 dollars justified i say no. yes yes it's a, they're, they're, you can't put that into a show game. yes it's justified okay it should be a hundred dollars Game should be more than 70 bucks. I don't know about 100. But yeah. Um, yes, Christian, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, with that being said, thank you, Mario, for joining us. Uh, RIP Eric. Couldn't make it. But, you know, it is what it is. With that being said, Excelsior.